Good, do it. Makes you feel good, do it. Exactly. <laughs> first things first, of course. The blood seal. Vaya con Dios. And a vaya con Diablos to you too, sir. Oh, Roach, just, just one more thing I forgot to mention. I lied. <laughs> Anybody home? Come on, everybody! Time to play! Hey, this episode brought to you by Oh, cocktail shrimp? Hell yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, Shake it yeah. off, shake it off. The on-air signs on. Welcome to the Know All 15 All-Cast. Uh, yeah, it's your boy, Seven Seas. And tonight is a big show. We're going to be talking about Demon Knight. It's the last volume of our horror series that we did for the month, which is the Night of series. To do that, we had an awesome group of guests coming on. Starting off, I'll kick it off with my right-hand man, Great Scott. What's up, man? Hola. I brought a guest. Yeah. Uh, I also got um, the OG on back on tonight. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Glad to be back. And uh, Special K, man, back with, uh, you know, after his hiatus. What's up? What's up? What's up? Live and, and direct uh, from Green Bay. Victory! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Jay yeah. from the Yankee and the Brit. Jay, if you can tell everybody a little bit about your podcast. You know, I know Scott mentioned you had a couple of different podcasts. So whichever one you want to plug, go ahead, man. And kind of give us a lowdown how you got into it. You know, what made you do it? All that good stuff. Um, the Yankee and the Brit started out as just NFL talk, but it grew. So we have an MMA show, basketball, um, NBA, pro wrestling. And then I do a show where I interview people called Real Talk with Jay. Scott and I mess around sometimes and do something called flagrant and foul. So, but um, yeah. the MMA and NBA and um, pro wrestling, those are other guys who admit their podcast is just on our channel. Um, we have a podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Nice. Oh, come on, dude. It's bigger than that. And he's got like six podcasts on that shit. He's got a whole network. Oh, nice. The label of Yankee oh. and Brit. What, what's the one, the newest one you started, Jason, with the music? Oh, that's on Overtime Hustling. That one um, is the playlist with me and a hip-hop artist named Payne Gusto. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, glad to have you on. Great to have you be a part of this episode, especially because I think this is kind of a film that might be striking different chords with all of us. We'll see how it goes. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get into it. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. So um, how was everyone's week before I kick it off in our first segment? How was your week, Oscar? Uh, it was good, man. Nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, I don't have any kids or anything, so it's still living the single bachelor life. Um, you know, there's a senorita in the in, in the 
you know, and I'm seeing and stuff like Ooh. that. So that's good. It's really nice. There's been some some changes. I gotta, you know, adjust the schedule and everything, but it's been good. Uh, other than that, nothing crazy, but it's been a good week. Yeah, nice. How about you, Scott? How's your week? I got the fucking foot tall violator figure to go with my spawn collection. It's fucking enormous. Oh <laughs> shit. So you just staring at it, that's it? Just like yeah. man, that fucker's it's big. too dark. It's too dark in the fucking room to like see inside the box. It added darkness to the room. Mm-hmm. It's evil. Vi- Violator's dope. I love Violator. Awesome, man. Does that and... thing scare you at night? No. My mom's close by. Uh, <laughs> there's the security we were looking for. Yep. Mom! <laughs> uh-huh. This shit moved, Mom. It moved. I saw it. <laughs> How about you, Kay? How was your week? Uh, it's been all right, man. It's, I had a crazy situation earlier today with the new hot water heater, or new water heater, I should say. Um, it was an absolute nightmare. Just uh, make sure you guys double check who you do, uh, who you have to your plumbing, because uh, I had an amateur hour over at this house. What a, what a mess. What a mess. Fuck. But, uh, it's, it's resolved, man. It's good. We're, we're, we're dry. We're dry over here. Nice. Awesome, man. Yeah, I know we talked about that a little bit earlier. That sucks. <laughs> Glad to hear things are better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, how's uh how's your week, Jay? Anything good? Anything crazy? Well, it was really good. Uh my wife and I just went out and celebrated today. She passed a real uh realtor exam, so she's now a real estate agent. And we just went down yeah. to Title Town District and hung out and anybody who's familiar with Green Bay knows it, but the Packers built up this whole big thing, Title Town District. They have a play 60 field and all that stuff, but they have like huge Jenga and horseshoes and cornhole and ping pong all outside with bars and stuff. So we went down there and hung out down there. Nice, man. Yeah, That's man, awesome. Like a good time. Except for being the Packers, you know, everything else is good. Yeah, I'm not that. a Packer That's fan, it. and I literally <laughs> live five blocks from Lambeau Field. Oh, wow. Shit. That's interesting. What oh, fan are man. you? What, what's, I'm what's a your... Vikings fan. I'm in okay. enemy territory. Whoa. Yeah, you are, man. Whoa. Yeah. You're trying to you trying to like record the practices and send them to the Vikings or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So that's right. That's right. I'm betting yeah, Bears fans. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. We, yeah, we yeah. suffer <laughs> suffer in silence uh for the last four, freaking almost 40 years and shit. Yeah. Fucking, it's 85. Yeah. yeah. 35 years, man. Shit's, no, even more than that. 37 years. God. You well, they play, they we don't have a ring, so one. I'm not trying to feel bad for you. Oh, yeah. True. Well, true. true. Yeah. You, su- you <laughs> suffer twice. Well, once after you buy the tickets because it's so freaking expensive, and then they lose. Yeah. <laughs> double whammy. Hey, that's why I don't watch football no more, bro. I told everybody. I told Scott, Scott all the time. Like, I gave up sports. I, I have so much less stress in my life. Since I gave it up for a while. If Caesar was doing a sports podcast, it'd be a venti but session every week. This shit would be all white. It would be fucking completely white. Isn't that what all sports podcasts are? Event sessions. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess I would like to I wonder what a podcast like New England when the Patriots were awesome. Like, what's that sound like? Just a bunch of people yeah, saying, right. dude, we're awesome. This is great. Like, this uh-huh. is so like this. <laughs> Sucking each other off, man. It's, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even want to go there. Fucking sound horrible. Uh yeah. Sorry about that. Any uh, listeners in Massachusetts. <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> anyways um cool man well i'm glad to hear nobody had anything crazy this week 
uh i myself everything was good this week too just kind of putting finishing touches on some stuff at home and other than that yeah just shopping for sofas frustrating when you have to find the right size based on your room that's it <laughs> you're gonna get hooked <laughs> on that sectional aren't you uh, yeah dude i'm like fucking <laughs> putting a measuring, right one, measuring tape out and shit and like yeah it's annoying that's annoying. <laughs> You gotta Whatever. get that white one that they have in all the pornos. That white one with the fucking pillows that pop no, up. On the you're not watching the right pornos. We got to get the one with the plastic covers on them and shit. That's <laughs> 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 1980s porno. Shit stains on the Cut. plastic. Cut. We got to clean up after this shot. Easy. Uh-huh. Turn them shits off. Oh my Put God. on some new ones. <laughs> and if they don't uh, give you the one with the plastic. Yeah, if they don't give you the one with the plastic. Do you be like, do these come with towels? Yeah. Do you guys give away free towels? Oh, shit. It's oh, that right. paper you put on the toilet seat. <laughs> they give you a pack of wet oh. yeah, right. you have to pay. You have to pay for the scotch no. guard. The upgrade, hey, man. They, they ain't even real, like, quality wet naps. They're like ones that they took from, like, KFC and Dude, shit. I've like, seen behind-the-scenes shit where they just walk up and give the roll of paper towels, man. <laughs> Please go. Please go. He said behind the scenes. What the fuck? They do that. Shit, what, what, what do you do? It's a document, doc, documentary on fire, fire uh, marshal inside and shit. No, Scott's subscribe to some Patreon porn sites, yes. man. No, no Scott, man. It's Scott, just it's a documentary called The Final Shot. Scott's oh. <laughs> oh, watching the, the DVD extras. Guy no, it was director. a top story black after the scene. They showed behind the scenes. It just kept playing, man. I couldn't move. I'm just watching it. Director. <laughs> what are you paralyzed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this this nice. drop bombs, from, damn it. Yo, yo, this one from PG to explicit real quick. <laughs> yep. Extra, extra, extra. All right. It is called Demon Knight, so let's get on with it. Uh, yep. <laughs> here, let's go into our first segment real quick, uh, our flashback segment. So, Doc. I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year, back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the year. Uh, the year is 1995, right? Anybody got any juicy tidbits? Anything they remember from 1995? They want to share us. That's the year Jordan came back. Mm-hmm. You're right. The year Timothy McVeigh blew up Oklahoma City. Yes, it is. We go dark right away. Okay. All right. Man. All right. Oh, we shit. Going, we're going from dark to light. That's what we're doing. Dark yeah. to light. Okay. Yeah. On January 25th, Russia mistook a Norwegian research rocket for a U.S. Trident missile. They almost launched a nuke in response. Oh, boy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sounds about sounds about right. Hasn't changed. Anything. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Blue M and M's were invented. Oh, True. Really? Blue. Oh. Okay. Okay. Nice. Disney purchased Disney purchased ABC in 1995. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Some entertainment news mm-hmm. for you. And they're like, Often. and then the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Windows 95 was the second most installed piece of software on computers in 1995, and then the video game Doom was first. Doom. Yeah, Ooh, it was popular. Doom. Yeah. Coolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Gangsta's Paradise, baby. Yeah, yeah. That came out that year. I think everybody knew that shit. Uh, Toy Story came out that year. So I was like the first yep. Pixar movie. Uh, I think it was in 95, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of the, crazy. It's crazy. It was that long ago. 
Yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna front. I remember seeing that. I snuck in to see it after watching something else at the theater. Yeah, I used to do that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. double dip. Back, yo, double, double dip. And, double uh, dip. And, and I was like, hey, like y'all want to go see Toy Story? And they were like, yo, this shit is surprisingly really good, everybody. And it's like, <laughs> fucking the effects are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially for the time, we're like, yo, this shit looks awesome. Yeah, you know I what know. I mean? Now we look back and it's like all polygonal and uh, textures are all bad. bad. They <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. The dog still looks weird. Well, on March 16th of 1995, Mississippi amended the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, officially becoming the last state to approve the abolition of slavery. (laughs) In 95? So you're telling me, okay, there might have still been slaves in 95? No, man, they just didn't fucking acknowledge it. They're like, no. So there could have been. That's wild. It's gross. I I spent a summer in Mississippi, but it wasn't in 95. It was like 93. Where summer was it? Was it against your will, slave dude? Uh, it was like under the guise of hey, y'all have fun, uh, going to visit your sister for the summer. Uh, yeah, it was fucking not fun, it was bad, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, um, I have a really I have a weird fact as well. Here, it's 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 a range of years, but it ends at 1995. It says 37 Americans were killed by tipped over vending machines between 1978 and 1995. 37? Yeah. That's the so that was the end of the uh that serial oh, killer that study, I guess. I don't know. That's why they fucking put the sign on the, the vending machines, right? That's why they put it on there. Like, don't rock the machine. And yeah, shit. don't rock the machine. Yeah. Is that when they went to bottles and the machine would jam when you would tip it trying to get the free soda? Yeah. I guess, yeah. Maybe. Like a, like a <laughs> People mechanism. dying over free sodas and yeah. Which was Listen, cheap as I think- fuck back then. <laughs> I think that's when the vending killer, the vending machine serial killer, like stopped his stopped his uh, his reign of terror. It did. Me and Jason would just take the case from the fucking side of the the pallets on the side of the gas station. I still cannot drink Dr Pepper to this day because of that. <laughs> A whole summer of stolen Dr Pepper makes you never want Dr. Pepper. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I could go for a Chuck and Tim's pizza though. Oh, like right out the back of the truck. See, we were yeah. some assholes. Good thing there's like statues of limitation. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god! Uh, incriminating. We'll, we'll have to edit this out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> Real quick, Caesar. I got a couple. Christopher Reeve was paralyzed oh, yeah. in a fall oh. from a horse riding competition at his own home. WCW Nitro Monday Nitro debuted on September 4th. Yeah. Was acquitted. There's no mention of the riots that followed, and then. Oh. Uh, 1995 AVN Awards, the top film just called Sex. (laughs) (laughs) The runner ups were Dinner Party and Dog Walkers. Oh, I want to see what the fuck? Dog Walkers? I want to see Dog Walkers. What the fuck is that about? (laughs) Slave Auction won the best box cover art. Don't Slave Auction. And it, it was in Mississippi, right? Number one in Mississippi. I assume so. It was a commemorative edition of Slave Auction. Oh, my God. Asia Carrera won Top Team Female Performer. And then Chasey Lane was a nominee for New Starlet for 1995 porno. The house on Chasey Lane. She appeared in Demon Knight as one of the yes, parties. Yeah. yeah, she was in That's this. right. Oh, dang. Right. That was quite mm-hmm. the scene, too. Uh, okay. I'll mention real quickly a couple of the films. Um GoldenEye came out that year with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Obviously spawned a really popular game. Batman Forever with Val Kilmer replacing Keaton as Batman. 
and Braveheart. I feel like everybody fucking loves Braveheart. Uh, even if you hate Mel Gibson, you probably like you know Braveheart. Mm-hmm. And uh, Apollo 13. I think that was the other blockbuster that came out that year. So, uh, yeah, dude. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks was on a yeah, Tom Hanks was on a run because Forrest yeah. Gump was '94, right? Yep. So Forrest Gump, Toy Story, Apollo 13. Man, cash, money, great hitters. Mm-hmm. Bank right to the fucking bank. Yeah, <laughs> fucking money, dude. Seriously, oh, it's man. crazy. All right, nice man. Run into our wheel names and 30 second challenge. So today, one of these lucky contestants will win right here on Wheel of Names. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me share my screen here. Let me know when you can see the wheel. Yep. Yeah. See it. Okay. The names on the wheel are the new guy, <laughs> Jason. Jay or the Yankee? Uh, obviously, it's a tradition for our guests to do the wheel if they've never done it before. And ooh, let's see who it lands on. <laughs> oh, man, the suspense. You know? Ooh. ooh. Surprise, surprise. Didn't see that coming. I didn't either. <laughs> it's the new guy. What? Congratulations. <laughs> you were the, the top winner for the 30 second challenge and uh yeah whenever you're ready scott if you want to break down the details of what he's expected to do in 30 seconds and then give him a three two one all right jason you gotta make up your own synopsis summary of the movie and complete it within 30 seconds want yeah. me to give you like a book report on demon night yep yeah. And you'll have a, a clock on the screen that's counting you down. So, all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. T minus 30 seconds. All right. Demon Knight is about a man, the bill collector, who is a handsome man in this T-minus movie who is tracking down Breaker, a complete fucking scumbag. <laughs> and they get. They get into eight, some, um, seven, six, I don't fucking five, know. They run into eight, a girl three, who ruins everybody's three, life. Every one, man she meets life. Seven, I don't know what to tell you. Yep. <laughs> That's you about right, man. That's perfect. I mean, I mean, you take it from a different perspective. Uh, very few people, I think, sympathize with the bad guy, but you did. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. he, took, he took the Disney approach. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take the villain. I'm going to make him very sympathetic to everybody, you know? <laughs> I meant to say a dashing, man, uh, dashing young man, and I don't know what the hell came out of my mouth. So Handsome. He's handsome. Handsome. Yeah. handsome. There you All go. Right. So 1995's <laughs> Demon Knight. Te- technically tales from the crypt demon knight i'll put that in quotes because yeah, it's movie's got some history to it but what'd you guys think man uh scott you want to kick it off all i know is jason's first comment on the movie yesterday was this movie opens up with some perfect tits <laughs> <laughs> it's not a horror movie i think the, i think the text was it's a perfect way to start the movie with those tits i think is what yeah. it was there you that go. sounds correct. I just summarized it into perfect tape. <laughs> I will not deny the crypt, Yeah, The Crypt Keeper told Larroquette he'd be sucking balls if he complained about <laughs> it. 
<laughs> that was John Larroquette. That's right. In the beginning. Uh, I will say I definitely mentioned that to myself. I was like, yo, nice rack. Like uh, when the movie started. Nice rack. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, how about you, Oscar? Uh, I mean, I... I've always liked this movie. I'm a big fan of this movie. I saw this movie when it came out in theaters. Um, and yeah, I, had to, I think too. I had pretty much had to lie to my parents to be like, oh, I'm just going to watch something else. You know, so I got a ticket for like another movie. Um, and then I got, then we went like into Demon Knight and I saw that. And I went with some friends. So that was fun. Uh, I love this movie. I think Billy Zane makes this movie, in my opinion. Uh, I think he's like, uh, he has a lot of fun being the villain in this movie. And uh, I think that's probably the most enjoyable part. So anytime he's on screen, I think he's just, uh, it's just fun scene to watch. Stealer. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely a scene stealer. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't enjoy this movie. And uh, I think me and you cover this like back in like an early, I think it's like the 20s episode, 23rd, 25th mm-hmm. episode of the podcast uh, back in 2020. And uh, I, I mean, I still agree with this movie in the sense that it's enjoyable. It's a fun flick. Uh, if you like gore, definitely watch it. So, uh, you know, and I don't watch a lot of horror movies, but this one is definitely one that uh, I don't think you should miss. Nice. How about you, Kay? Uh, yeah, I mean, like we talked earlier, so I mean, when I was a kid, I've seen this movie probably five times, six times when I was a kid, just growing up throughout the years. I probably haven't seen it though in like over a decade, so I watched it for this, and uh, I'd say it holds up. I mean, it's it's good, mm. it's campy, you know, it's a 90s horror movie, it's Tales from the Crypt, um, so it's got the, some a little bit of corniness and campiness in it, but it holds up, man. It's just it's a it's just kind of a fun horror movie. You know? Yeah. yeah. Nice. How about you, Jay? Okay, so I saw it. I know I saw it a long time ago because I remember bits and pieces. But I watched it again the other day, and I really liked it. And I think for the genre of being in the, like, mid-90s, it had the perfect amount of cheesiness as somebody who grew up in the 90s, right? And it, I just thought they had some good actors that – I don't know how big those actors were in 95, but a few of them were huge by now. You know what I mean? And I mm. think I actually like I think somebody else said it. It holds up. It's a perfect horror movie to be reviewing because of the fact that I think if you remade it now, it would be amazing. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. be amazing. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I can see that. Nice. He goes, oh, Go shit. It's that bitch Jada Pinkett. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Jada would Pinkett's she be in the remake? No, she well, it's not. the perfect role. It's the perfect role. She ruins every guy's life she ever comes in contact with. Oh, oh man. Shit. Does she really? That's, that's what he knows. Oh, oh I, I thought you were talking about the prostitute in the yeah. movie, not Jennifer <laughs> <Yeah, Pika laughs> Cordelia. Um, yeah. No, real quick, I'm with you guys. Though. I think, like, I love the campy horror, the gore mixed together in this one. And the raunchiness, like I was telling Kay earlier when we were talking, like, mm. There's just stuff like and we kind of talked about this last week, Scott, when we were talking about Night of the Demons, like they don't make stuff like that no more. Like there would like that whole scene with Uncle Willie and it's playing out in his head like we would get fucking that whole part would get canceled nowadays. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like socially, a lot of that stuff's just not for whatever reason. You know, I'm not going to get into like how people feel about that shit, but it's not acceptable anymore. You definitely can't backhand a horror these days. Yeah. And uh, even though as nicely as Billy Zane calls her a whore when he's trying to tempt her, uh-huh. like even that would be like why you know some somebody will be objecting to her being called a whore nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like she's a worker, not a she's whore. a sex worker. She's a sex worker. 
let's let's call her what she is uh yeah no and the jada pickett like let's get that shit out the way okay you you said you had some stuff to say about jada pickett when i was watching this movie the other night in preparation for this this recording i was like man what is she been in like what is she doing with life these days other than like uh, jay said ruining other people's lives she's <laughs> ruined will smith i just, I just want to put that out there she's absolutely ruined that poor guy i feel bad for him he'll always be fucking fresh pence to me and i don't care who he slaps over fucking jada pinkett smith and she was bald back then so i don't see what the big deal is <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> just, yep. keep I'm, it on. just keep laying it on. I'm clowning. I'm clowning. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, you're she good, was, no. She, was, she was really good. She was really good in Girls Trip with Tiffany Haddish and all that. That was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, oh, she was kind of rough in Girls Trip. I thought I liked it. She was played like the straight, the more straight laced one. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. She was a cutie when she was younger. I liked her better when she was young, like in this one. Yeah, I think she was good, man. Like at that time too. I think the director spoke about how he liked her in Men's to Society, so that's kind of why he wanted to mm-hmm. cast her in that. And I mean, like Mess to Society, obviously she's not the star. She's a supporting character, sort of a supporting character in this until we get to that moment when Breaker is like going to pass it off, you know, and you start realizing she becomes more of a central character to the story. And I mean, I liked her set it off and like Booty Call, I thought she was funny in that with Jamie Foxx, I think. So like those those kind of are the only things I can recall that I liked her in besides Demon Knight. And I was telling I was telling that to Kay too earlier. I was like, yeah. And it, it's so odd because this movie isn't really about like just her, you know, but we have to kind of get that out of the way because nowadays there's been so much shit, you know, happening mm-hmm. related to her. So get out of the system. <laughs> she I mean, plays little sexy ass Geraldine, the slave at the motel. Somehow she's working off her thievery. <laughs> yeah, which is never really explained, right? It's never explained why she's there. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, what do you guys think of the uh, the, the historical aspect that they kind of like twisted, you know, to kind of make? I like that, story? man. Yeah, I like, like the, that. Where they like re kind of rewrote part of the Book of Genesis, you know, saying like all the, the flashbacks. Things. Yeah, yeah, I thought the flashbacks mm-hmm. were really nice historical context to kind of give a little bit of Breaker's story, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that they take the time to do that in a ninety-minute movie uh, actually provides context to the character. Right. So it, it actually yeah. enhances it. And it's weird. Like you could do a whole thing on just that if you wanted to. And if you wanted yeah. to take a serious approach to it, um, mm-hmm. I thought that's pretty cool that they did that. Yeah. I mean, I imagine you would see all of history if you drank a drop of Jesus Christ's blood, you know. It's true. But one thing I, I guess my question is regarding the Genesis portion of this. So basically, the story is that's correct me if I'm wrong here. That in the beginning there was darkness and these demons, mm-hmm. and then God created light and scattered the demons. So are these demons technically aliens because they're from all across the universe. That's where the keys went. So do we have a like a multiverse situation here in Demon Knight? Multiverse. Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. and this was right. this was a Dragon Ball Z fan that that helped write this. That's what it is. And how did the demons get to Earth? It's like the Fright Zone shit on He Man, where they're just fucking locked away by a magical barrier in purgatory mm. huh okay they got here through the metaverse there you go <laughs> through the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> put on their, they put on their <laughs> vr and they're like oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i mean i wouldn't consider it a multiverse because they just said across different universes i wouldn't consider mm. that different timelines i consider <laughs> that like it's 
there's just many universes at the same time. But that's how like I more, and, more geographic. Yeah, more geographical point. Exactly. So, so I'm asking, it's like, it's like, can they teleport or can they got spaceships? Like, how these demons get around? Where's Billy Zane come from? Is he is he from is he from space? Magic. I don't consider him like from. He's space. got predator yeah. blood, dude. Is that he what you're getting at? He does uh, have predator blood. He nah, does. I don't, but and he nah. reproduces by busting nuts all over the fucking yard. I <laughs> thought he was. Nuts. I thought he was <laughs> Satan, like the devil. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think yeah. he's yes. uh, like a like a sergeant in like an arch the devil's joke. army because he oh, says yeah. he says that one time when he's dragging again this is kind of towards the end he's dragging Geraldine down the stairs he's like I worked a long time for this promotion or something like that yes mm-hmm. so he's definitely like a guy yeah, yeah. like a soldier yeah and also a little little bit of a interesting title for the name of the of the town it's called Wormwood and I think right right. And I don't think this place actually exists, but what's interesting is that there's a C.S. Lewis book called The Screwtape Letters, and it's a conversation between a demon and his nephew, and the, the, the uncle is named Screwtape, and he's writing these letters on how to basically distract humans from, from basically being good or kind of being closer to God, and the nephew that he writes to, his name is Wormwood. So he's teaching, the uncle is a demon, and he's teaching his young nephew, Wormwood, to basically distract humans from like doing good things in, in, on the world. So I thought it was interesting that they, oh. that name has like, that's that. I don't know if it's yeah. a direct tie to C.S. Lewis, it, but the it's, fact a, is, it's a biblical reference too. I think it's a biblical reference to like the apocalypse, uh, like star wormwood is like a biblical apocalypse like reference. Oh. So it, it's kind of funny that like here, that was like the final battle kind of depicted supposedly in the film, right? Like, yeah, all these stars line up and you know, right. that's, that's where the battle's going to take place. And then also too, like the the motel used to be a, a church, right? And then and then why why does uh why does Billy Zane why does a collector have to say this place is not condemned, as if saying mm. like there was already some sort of status like there was already some kind of known status from uh, from Breaker like knowing that this is a place that he had to go to, um. So I think there's a there's a lot of like you know obviously this is the theme of good versus evil is very much prominent in this movie which you can tell but i I do love in a sense that they add obviously the 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 power of jesus in a sense against the power of evil and and what that significance is you know across history lines you know yeah that's you know that's one of the coolest things i think in the movie which is like seeing the use of his blood like when you see it and it creates that seal i think that's one of the coolest effects in the movie yeah, when Breaker yeah. starts using it, when they don't listen to his ass, don't go outside, and they they still fucking want to go outside and shit. You go outside, I can't help you. <laughs> and they're like, who the no. fuck is this guy? But before we get to all that shit though, like let's talk about the cops that pull over and pick up the collector and bring his ass back to the hotel. Like, how fucking dumb are these cops, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's Uncle Brownie from Reservation Dogs playing a white cop. Yes, yeah. Punch him in the back of the head. Oh my god! But like. They just take his word like right away, like yeah, this guy stole something from me, and uh, I want to. I would like to get it back. Like Jason said, he's fucking handsome. Yeah, I mean, because he never, he never, like he never shows credentials. Like you think, like all right, and who are you? Like what agency do you work for? He never shows like a badge. I mean, he could have mm-hmm. like presented a fake badge. He's a demon, so he could have just conjured something up, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, he, he never. He just says like I'm a. I think actually, when they get the hotel, he says that he's a, like a, debt collector. Right, mm-hmm. so he, so he uh, says he's yeah, doing... an art, the, the something like some art collector that he works for, yeah, or yeah, antiquities yeah, yeah. collector that he works. Yes, for. yes, yes. Like yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Well, so, I, yeah. I mean, I think Special K, you bring up a good point in the fact, like, how does he, how does he get, how does he bypass the the authorities? And my first thought is, well, I mean, in my opinion, if he's a demon and he understands humans to some degree, he he knows what what appeals to us, and we know he manipulates a couple of characters later, but he we don't see it doing with we don't see this with the authorities. But I feel like he's charming enough to kind of make. Mm-hmm. these people believe uh what he's saying yeah. so like these the cops are fucking dumb enough that he doesn't have to go like all psychic it, manipulation exactly. on mm-hmm. them yeah, just fucking... yeah but isn't it kind of like they got the sense that this is like some small town like podunk department you know what i mean this guy's probably a lot of action yeah now they, you know yeah. they had this fiery crash on this road with you know a stolen car and this guy saying this guy stole this thing so maybe he's like i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna like blow some smoke up these guys ass make them think they're part of some like major major investigation here they're just gonna go along yeah. with it because they're yeah. gonna get fucking action, you know. I said they get is it walk across what's her name, zapping dudes nipples in the fucking you know hotel. That's the best, most action they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, my nipples are smoking. Uh, <laughs> That's a funny line for real. What What do you think, Jay? I just assumed he used his Jedi mind tricks on him, and they just didn't show us. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and because you're a fucking demon, right? Like, I don't know. You should be able and. Kind of like these aren't the droids you're looking for type shit. Them cops didn't seem too bright, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I mean I agree with that. I think I think it's true because then it would reveal too much too soon about who yeah. the collector is. And here's the thing: we never get a name from him. The only no. way I re- is because if you look up on IMDb, he's just referred to as a collector. But there's never any name attached to to uh, Billy Zane's character. So I thought that was interesting yeah. as well. And then so you see. William Sadler, obviously, he plays Breaker, and then he meets Dick Miller, like in like a warehouse or something. Like that, that part kind of threw me off. Like, where is he supposed to be? I know he run. They show him like running, like yeah. uh, away from the diner. I've never seen anyone try to pick a lock like that with a knife either of a car. Like, <laughs> Trip me out. I was like, how the? F- what's he gonna do here? There's no ridges in that shit. <laughs> like, how the fuck can you get in? Uh, and. So He's that's again the, like a bump key. Yeah, be done. So well, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Re- that kid's reaction was perfect because he was like, "Dad, they're trying to steal your car." Because he was like buying that shit at all. Uh-huh. Danny, yeah, that's true. The shiny quarter. He, you want a shiny quarter? Shiny yeah. quarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so dumb. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. It's early. So in the I movie. can call my mom. What the fuck will do? <laughs> I actually <laughs> text Scott and said he sounded like a pedophile. Yep. <laughs> oh that's, man, that's too aggressive. That's man. true. Man. Come closer. <laughs> hey, <laughs> a shiny quarter. Yeah, that's like those are those moments that I feel like I'd like to reference now, like things that we noticed when we were younger, as opposed to now that we're older. Like those are the kind of stuff like now that we notice as adults, but as a kid, you don't really notice that shit. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Kyle, you were talking about that too. There's like moments that like some of the stuff just goes over your head as a kid. That's happening if you watch this as you're younger. It's, oh as yeah. To now. Yeah, when I was a kid, the first time I saw this, I mean, I guess I was, I don't know how old I was, younger than 10. And I mean, I was eight when the movie came out. <laughs> so, so, uh, and there's stuff, in this, but there's stuff you don't even, under, you don't get. You just know that it's funny or you know that's crazy, but you don't really understand why. Like the, the, what's Cordelia zapping freaking roaches nipples with the, the, you, I, you don't get that when you're a kid. It's just funny to see. And then the whole, my nipples are smoking. It's just a funny, hilarious thing. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, then some like some of the jokes you just don't you don't get it like <laughs> there's so many good one-liners in this movie and the one i was thinking about was when uh they're in the kitchen and cordelia's on the on the, the table and um 
the like the owner of the place walks I read. in. I read, and she's like, "Get that pussy off the table." <laughs> she goes, "I was talking about the cat." <laughs> like when you're like, that's hilarious. When you're a kid, you don't get that, but now it's like, oh man, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you laugh when Roach slapped the prostitute? Uh, no, because that was like a serious moment. That wasn't a funny moment, Scott. Goddamn. <laughs> I was fucking stoned out of my mind the first time I seen this movie, and I laughed. <laughs> Jesus. This movie is special. Yeah, well, also in a way because this was like the first Tales from the Crypt movie. Even though like we, we really haven't delved into like the history of like screenplay and all that stuff and how it became a Tales from the Crypt movie. But I feel like if you were a fan of that show and then you kind of got to the place where, oh, shit, they're putting a movie out. And then the trailer like sold really, I feel like, fans of horror into going to see this movie mm-hmm. so like the you you got the song by is it by filter that Amen. song that plays uh-huh wait is and that, that just the beginning hi- of the film that's at the, yeah it plays at the beginning of the film that's fuel and they, really? they it, filter. filter filter and it it kind of like sets in and it was in the trailer too and i remember like yo this shit looks like it's gonna be dope because that move that music was really popular at the time too like kind of grunge music mm-hmm. in 95 and mm-hmm. yeah and just getting into that whole aspect of like the demons, the good versus evil, like Oscar mentioned, all that stuff is kind of what makes that movie special too, because it comes from a show. You don't see that happen that much, especially back then. Yeah. There, there wasn't a lot of like movies coming from shows like that. Yeah. Have you guys seen the tales from the crypt? Like that series, any, any episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I grew up watching that every week. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. loved it, man. Man. And this I, fucking movie looks just like an episode from the show. It feel you mm-hmm. it get the feel, yeah. Yep. You get the feel yeah, exactly. from it. Yeah. I remember a buddy of mine, he showed us one and like it was probably like sometime this year, earlier this year, and like we were just laughing. Cause like just the, the campiness of it. And so you're right, Caesar, like they do kind of they, they inject those elements into the film in which you see. I mean, let's talk about the gore. I mean, come on, horror fans. I mean, look, Caesar, I'm assuming most of you guys are horror fans. I'm not, but I mean, the gore in this movie is very, you can't take your eyes away from it. I completely forgot about the initial punch from the yes. collector to the cop. Oh, I was like, oh my heck? gosh, I forgot perfect, that. Perfect segue, yeah. 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 That shit was brutal, man. Because uh, I was watching a documentary, like I think Shout Factory put out a documentary about it and they were asking Billy Zane about it. And he said, I love the scene because in that scene, when I punch um, the sheriff through the head, uh, Sheriff Tupper, CCH Pounder, who plays Irene, like she spits out her food. She's like, oh, shit, like what it happens. Mm-hmm. And it's so like abrupt and real that like, he, he he still remembers it to this day. Like it, it like stuck with him because it was awesome. like such a, a surprise because I mean, of the gore too, the way they did it. That shit like is flying at you, dude, at the screen when it happens. Yeah. And I think that is the one I feel like that's well, I feel like all the gore scenes lasted pretty long, but that one was really intense because I think they kept getting stuck on his hand. Yeah. And they're like, they're, he's trying to like hit it. And then he like, he, he says heads up and he like sends it like <laughs> he gives it to the other cop. And everyone's just like a disbelief. They're like, they're like, oh my gosh, like this is completely shocking. So they I like how they screaming. recorded the, the, the faces of the other cast cast members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They keep screaming like every time he did something different, they all kept going, oh, shit. Exactly. (laughs) It was really exciting. I think what's cool about that scene and some of the other gore uh, scenes that Oscar was talking about is it really kind of exemplifies the practical effects 
that were mm. horror movies in the 90s. Like now everything's digital, everything's gone to computer. And don't get me wrong, there was stuff in this movie that's obviously, you know, computer graphics or, or you know, visual graphics, but the practical effects, the practical yeah. gore, I mean, the animatronics, the puppets, I mean, it's awesome. You know, the, the demon like outfits are incredible you know it's just it's awesome like the practical effects like and it's something that i wish freaking movies today would just come back like come back full circle and embrace again like practical effects are awesome bring them back i want more yeah that's a good point mm-hmm. what do you think jay i just keep when you're talking about the gore and it's not even the goriest scene but my favorite scene in that is when is that dude's name roach mm-hmm. he- uh yeah the guy who's like with cordelia the blonde, the guy with the blonde and short hair, Lowell. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden yeah, Church. Lowell. That, yeah, that. Yes. When he cuts the deal, and then Billy Zane's like, "I fucking lied," and they just murk that dude. That to me was the greatest oh, scene man. in the yeah. movie. Yeah, the sponge yeah. scene is great though. Right before that, it's like boom, pops out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. He like cleans it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder Billy if they did that because his. Yeah. I wonder if they did that because he was. Uh, he was like he had bald heads. So it was kind of like a Mister Clean reference kind of thing. Maybe I don't <laughs> oh, know. Shit. I never. I just kind of hit me right now. <laughs> Damn, dude, Mark that he never sleeps. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Man. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, that's crazy. Like I didn't know. I guess he he went bald really young, and a lot a lot of people didn't know that. I guess when he went to the casting director for this movie, he showed up with a, a case. And in the case, he had three different wigs. He's like, just pick one. Which one do you guys want me to wear for the movie? And the director is like, uh, no, we're just, we want you like natural, like how you are. Like, and I guess that's how that's what that, and that was the first time I guess people knew that he was bald or saw him bald in a movie was in Demon Knight. You know what's crazy is Jada Pinkett Smith had the same story. (laughs) 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 He brought it back. Uh, He brought it back. uh, I'm going to have to put a boom in there. Come get me, Will Smith. Come get me. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh shit what'd you guys think about uncle willie uncle willie dick miller man great actor that uh you know they couldn't believe they got for that role he's uh the alcoholic it's hanging around at the hotel the thing is i can't recall from uh what other movies he w- he was in so that's why my Gremlins. question escapes me a little bit i mean i, I liked him in the movie you know but mm-hmm. i i know there's a it seems like there's a lot of history with like probably to see what other films he's been through so i don't know if anyone else has any the Burbs, Terminator, The Howling. Dude's been in a ton of shit. Like, you've probably seen him in something. Wait, and you... He was in The Burbs? He was in The Burbs, too. Yeah. Who was he in The Burbs? Uh, in The Burbs, no. he was a garbage man. In the burbs. Oh, that's right. I just saw that yesterday, too, which is wild. I'm like, where, where was this guy? You're right. He's, a garbage, yeah. he's one of the garbage guys. Okay, cool, cool. And in Gremlins, he's always talking about the shit that happened during the war that he knew Gremlins have been around since way back. So, yeah. 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 He's a great character actor. He's been a ton of shit. And I think he was perfect for this movie. Like the role he played. It's kind of like the guy that's just hanging out, having a drink. And then, you know, he kind of gives up breaker and shit, which I thought I hate. I still hate to this. Like, I, that's the moment I wish I could change when I watch this movie nowadays. Like, yo, why you got to rat him out, bro? Like, I just feel so bad. <laughs> but is it because what? of like his previous roles in other movies and you yeah. like him? Because in this one, he's a dirty fucking alcoholic. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. He's okay. Never, yeah. But he he's was like the that. smartest fucking guy. He went up in the attic with a bottle. Like, I don't want nothing to do with any of this. Uh huh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, if we going out, I'm drowning out. I'm drowning out my sorrows right here. <laughs> oh, he says some shit, man. Like, when 
Irene tells him to leave the bottle. He's like, fucking party pooping bitch. <laughs> like, <and> he goes, <laughs> like, oh, he, he finally like lets loose a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's talk about real quick Cordelia getting turned and which leads like to a, a gory moment too. When he's tempting her like from outside the window. What do you guys think about that? That's what I wanted out. to say earlier. Is like when the people start getting possessed mm -hmm. and they change into the fucking cartoon monsters. I thought that was a really cool use of practical effects, like Kyle had mentioned. Mm. It's a dopey yeah. look. They're not fucking scary, but it still doesn't ruin the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're all different. They look like the fucking Ghostbusters toys we talked about recently. Yeah. Kind of like where they're like super exaggerated. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it shows that when they do that too, it's a it shows it's a good job of the movie showing how much he's in their head at that point too the change mm. like it's a good way of showing how much control there is nice yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good, good point, point. yeah 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 i like i like the dynamic of it all you know what i mean because like obviously blaze has and the collector in the movie has crazy power you know what i mean he punches mm. to a dude's head so he's like super strong but his yeah. real his real power is the mental stuff the ability to get in your head and you know sell you on the thing that he knows what you want most which is yes. you know that's that's the devil you know the devil yeah. tells you what you want to hear and tempts you you know into doing bad shit so yeah i mean it was and each he's like you said with with her he kind of sweet talked her with mm -hmm. uncle willie it's the drinking and the chicks and the babes mm -hmm. which is yeah. probably the best way to go of all of them in the, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? oh, I still love that scene like, holy shit <laughs> <laughs> it almost like, that scene almost looks like he had no idea what to expect and then he was completely he was like, like i feel like that was a genuine reaction like, i don't yeah. think he expected like, that at all as yeah. wide-eyed as you can get yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah i, I stopped <laughs> <laughs> poor guy man they yeah. do a great job of like with billy zane being such a smooth talker too like mm. and almost hypnotic yeah. with what he's saying so like yeah. you almost feel like the delivery being, yeah. he's a demon he could talk them into anything yep yeah. like a lullaby almost yeah. he's talking yeah. so smooth yeah. like he's trying yeah. to put you to sleep and you see in my opinion uh i like the historical context of like the religious context because my first thought was if the the snake in the garden tempted Adam and Eve. I go, Billy Zane's the voice, or Billy Zane is kind of like mm. that's the personality that the snake would have, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, right. that's the kind of same tonality and it's the same de delivery. So I, I like that they made him very like smooth and charming and and just kind of very confident, you know. And like um, you really think his dick is that big? <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's they're supernatural. Hey, they can that's have not <laughs> no you know what i think that's really dope and a good point because i think it it just shows the range like billy zane like we said earlier like the scene stealer of the movie and he it gives him he shows such range in the film there's moments when he's like overacting but you still like it it's like not crazy nick cage level overacting but it works in the context of the story mm -hmm. like when he comes up the stairs when the seal breaks he's like uh what does he say he's like uh, come out to play or he says some shit like that like uh, that's right yeah. yeah when he when he gets through the seal and he's like going down the hallway and then he gets like an mm -hmm. arrow right through his head like that one he goes yeah. or not yeah. yeah or not yeah, yeah. or not, or not. Yeah. yeah yeah and then yeah, a little bit of when he goes outside yeah like earlier and he makes the demons uh you, you had a, i think a comment about that kyle too oh yeah earlier oh yeah. I mean, that's a side it's a side note but real quick, let me make this point i'll come back to this side note yeah one thing about his delivery talking about his delivery how smooth he is 
he does overact at some point. Sometimes it provides a little comedic relief, which is what these movies mm. kind of need. So that was great. But then the other times he's overacting is when he's being condescending towards the humans, right? Mm. When he's doing the exaggerated Southern accent. So again, he's he's playing the role perfectly as if I'm That's this like, super, superhuman yeah. demon. And I'm going to do like this hokey Southern accent in a way of like mocking and making fun of like the police or some of these other people. Even though at the time when you're watching, like it's like it's kind of like a exaggerated over overact, mm. but it's because he thinks so lowly of these people. They're like they're too stupid. You understand? I'm making fun of them right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he doesn't so that's really cool. They're in New Mexico, <laughs> not the south. No, my my side on that one about those damn demons. I was talking to C's earlier. I was like, hey man, one thing I had a question about is he cuts his, his hand and all that blood goes everywhere, and these demons like gestate in front of our our eyes and they grow up to from you know dirt things to like these full grown things now at what point do they get their nipples pierced like all of them had their nipples pierced where did that, where'd that shit come nice. yeah where'd that shit come from i didn't they had like that. nose piercings and nipple piercings like what the fuck that's 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 a, that's a that was a weird that here's, was just a weird i don't know here's my, why movie. my eyes were my, my movie my eyes were answer is spot, uh, Demons are born with piercings. <laughs> that's you know. That's when you know you're a demon. They're different. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come out with your eyebrow pierced. Yeah, this shit's over. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Uh, I didn't even realize that. It's true. I didn't yeah. notice that either. I'm going to go to back there again and like, yeah, watch. Like, Google image what? search it. You'll see. Yeah, Breaker. Obviously, after all the stuff that happens and everyone sit down, and I think. I don't know if it's before or after uh, Irene gets her arm torn off by Cordelia. You're right. Is it after? And they sit down. And they're sitting on the. It's after. Yeah, it's after. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he, he kind of tells them what's going on, like yeah. w- what's happening, and they don't believe it and shit. Like Roach ain't buying it for, at all. No. And, uh, mm-hmm. What do you guys think as far as that aspect? Like the details he's telling them, like he tells them, you know, you got to shoot him in the eyes, all that stuff. Do you guys think that was a cool way? Like to get rid of the demons. That's fucking and impossible. With the six shooter, it's, it's hard. <laughs> With anything, dude. Like I'm a pretty good shot, but hey, the way they not were if you're a demon fucking, knight, it's not impossible. Smoking everything, dude. That fucker did it and got shot in the chest by the blast. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> fucking mailman that got fired from oh, the post office. Uh, what was it? Walter? Or... Yeah. Yeah, Walter, I think it's Walter. Charles, Charles Fleischer. He was a fucking idiot. He got hit right in the chest with that blast. You know he's the voice of Roger Rabbit, right? Just gotta mention that real quick. Is he? What? Yeah. Wow. Charles Fleischer. You think he'd yeah. look like him? <laughs> what? <laughs> so does Honestly, that mean? you would think the guy would look like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so with that logic, that would mean that John Cassier would look like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you would think so. I feel like they do that more. That's more of a like post two thousand thing than like they didn't really do that back then. But I feel like nowadays animators and stuff pour, put more of that thought in that process yeah. like who's like moana who's and shit like that yeah. they want it to look more like the actor that's playing them yeah mm-hmm. nice. well, that's because so many voice actors these days are just like actors that are just making money doing voice acting now like back in the day you guys should have people who were just voice actors you never saw their face ever now it's that's true how many, how many voiceovers is kevin hart and the rock gonna fucking do we get it we get it you're very <laughs> famous give somebody else a chance jesus They're versatile you know what I mean? Come on, man. I got to oh, ask shit. you guys, though, when they're mm-hmm. sitting around and he's telling them all, when uh, Breaker's telling them all what's going on, are you buying that shit if you're them? 
because not on the scumbag level, but I'm kind of like Roach. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This dude's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the hell's going on out there. Yeah. Yo, dude. No, because I just watched that guy punch a dude through the head. This lady next <laughs> to me, she got her fucking arm mm-hmm. ripped off. There's nipple pierced demons outside yeah. that came out of this yeah, guy's blood. No. I'm, I'm going to believe anything this guy tells me. This guy, I'm listening uh, I'm to him. I'm going to have to ride with Breaker, shit. man. Yeah, I'm ride with Breaker. <laughs> yep, my whole world's upside down. I don't know what's up, down, left, right. Breaker, I, whatever he says goes, 100%. But he's just another dirtbag at the motel. Like, the cops came for him. That's why they're like, fucking, he's, he's a criminal. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's he's true. but he's got he's got the he's got the hand tattoo, man. He's got the hand tattoo. That's proof. Uh-huh. And the key. He's got the key. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh-huh. evidence? No. No. Shit, he did to himself in county jail. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, you know uh, I'd, like, see, I'd have to see the tattoos move and be like, oh, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's did true. No, it's shit? yeah. Look, true. I'm a. I, I, I have to call bullshit. Oh wait, wait, wait. I had to call bullshit on that because Scott. You love D and D, so you know you'd have been all over that shit. No, but you guys, we gotta believe him. You know you would have been like, yo, we gotta believe listen, Breaker. Fuck he's pour, listen, he's pouring, <laughs> he's pouring blood out of a thing, and it's creating like light. I, he's performing magic tricks. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking listening to Honestly, him. Honestly, as soon as he said that's the blood of Jesus, I'd say, let me taste it. Right? Oh my god. Because you'd know it wasn't Jesus's blood by taste. Yeah. Like, exactly. what, what do you exactly? Because like, no, no. like you know Because <laughs> once his tongue melts off, he'll be like, "Yeah, this shit real." <laughs> I just want that on me so the demons couldn't fuck my mouth. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness! I don't think they had genitalia, but yeah, no, that's what that's, hey, do. actually, we're we're gonna get to that. This because that's a. Pivotal moment in the movie, kind of in relation to what Scott's talking to right now, and I, I do yeah. want to talk about that later. So make sure you bring that back up. Okay. Okay. Note to self: talk about demon genitalia later. Is that no what, the, the blood. drinking the <laughs> drinking the drinking the blood? Ah, that's right. That's right. You talk so that about does happen. Yeah. Demon genitalia, whatever you want. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man, you just fire it off, Jason. If you got thoughts on demon dicks, <laughs> let it rip. I did. That's what I do. Are they? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're fourth. <laughs> what moment sticks with you guys as far as the turns that happen? So, like we we talked the demonic turns that happens with Cordelia, the one that happens with Uncle the Willie. shit show in the mind sucked. That was uh, bad. Like, yeah, that was you know a what situation, and they should have never fucking went in there. Yeah, the mind. Just a little boy being in there behind the wood somehow it's like what the fuck yeah like how like how did he survive you know with his parents his parents they all doing in the mines yeah you know he ran in the mines to escape his parents basically and i was just assuming as a little kid you like probably like fucked around and played in those mines anyway yeah Mm, yeah Mm. i always thought that kid was roach's kid I did too. <laughs> like he got I left out in the truck while Roach was getting fucking pussy, dude. Oh man! <laughs> and oh. the demons were out there, and he never went out to get him. You know what? That's that's true. Because when he, because when like when uh, Breaker's trying to pick the lock, like Roach comes out, right? Mm-hmm. That that's cook. Damn. Yeah, but that's not. He's he worked there. His parents are two of the demons that are in the mine. Ah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, but I, I I'm, I'm with you. I always thought it was his dad too. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, he's got to have the same hair as Roach, so that's his son. 
Or, or he well, roaches his fucking kid, idol. <laughs> that yeah, kid's right. dad at the bar ran out looking like one of the fucking Nelson brothers from back in the 90s, that group. <laughs> the Nelson brothers. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, no. Well, I didn't, you know what? I, ne- I never bought that it was real minds either. That That's one of the, probably the worst shots in the movie. Just them going to the It was New movie. Mexico. That was Mexican smuggling tunnels. <laughs> oh, <man>. no. <laughs> what? <laughs> going into a motel. I don't, I don't know because <laughs> Willie said he used to work yeah. there. Yeah, this goes this goes to the north. Uh, it was north. a church at one point. point. North Spur, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was to throw everybody off. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree yeah, though. I think north. That... Don't think about it. Yeah. No, I think that was the one scene that was probably like uh it just wasn't as exciting as you know as like the rest of the movie i think it was just to get mm-hmm. the kid back into the group you know mm-hmm. so well, the fact that they just turn around and run back too yeah i thought <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny too yeah and then obviously well, and then, it landed it landed roach through uh to shoot through the seal and then that kind yeah, of yeah i was gonna up. say yeah and then he breaks the fucking but then again breaker didn't explain how the seals work Right. So Roach didn't know. Roach thought he's smoking like a fucking demon. He didn't know he's breaking it. Some he's like, sacred seal. These stupid fuckers will never be able to shoot them both in the eyes to break the seal. <laughs> I don't gotta waste my time with this. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny. You know what? It's right. Uh, it's 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 interesting what Kyle said. Um, because he explains all this history, but he doesn't explain how the seals work. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good observation. He missed that in the PowerPoint presentation earlier. Well, he did. He does mention the blood in the key. Where he got it from, who whose it was originally, and what it mostly yeah. is now, right? That's about but it. Like but he the, doesn't mention yeah. how it works, why yeah, it works. Exactly. Yeah, like why yeah, does so. it work, and like what to do and what not to do, you know? And I why guess they just assume we know it? that, though. Why does shooting through it break the seals, but running through it didn't? Well, it's not the shooting. Yeah. It's the fact that he shot the demon, and then the demon's electricity or whatever comes out of the eyes, that's eyes. what blasted it, right? Oh, I got yeah, it. I think yeah. it's pure hatred. There we go. That's all energy, ha- energized hatred. Oh, you'd be go. mad too if you didn't have genitalia. <laughs> it depends, dude. Uh, That's like, true. What they make me for? I can't do shit. <laughs> kill. Can't go kill to the bathroom. I can't. <laughs> all I do is kill. I, I guess that's why you're a demon, though, right? Because uh-huh. that's what you get, man. You were a that's fucking asshole. You, you, you no. up. <laughs> and now you got no dick and piercing. Yeah. Like Kyle and said, you can't feel. I'm stealing. You can't that. feel it out then. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, yeah, good point. Yeah, I think I think Breaker at one point said that he referred to them as like tortured souls. Mm-hmm. That's yes, that's what they are. Yep. So yeah, they weren't like hardcore like Freddy Krueger molesters, so they don't get powers and shit. They're just <laughs> they don't get powers. They're like online. And, yeah, they're all online in hell. They're like, sorry, you don't get any powers. Get in the other line, oh. you know. Oh well, man. Is it, and didn't like when um, when the collector is trying to like seduce or trying to tempt uh, J- Jerilyn. It's her name, right? He's like, Jerilyn. I know what you, yeah, I know what you're thinking. You know, like you wouldn't want to come with me. You're gonna turn ugly or whatever. He's like, but I can make sure you stay beautiful. So it's like there is a process where if you turn yourself over, like all of them did, um, that you become like one of those demon things. I guess is kind of how I interpret it. Like it's a progression, right? Right. Regarding the piercings some of the demons in the fucking mines were actually people from town so there could have been like oh. pierced up people in the mines <laughs> fuck naked down there because the other demons had clothes on. that's all i can think <laughs> of is there were people fucking with piercings in the mines and that's why you got pierced demons 
it also it also <laughs> shows the weakness of men because he promised these these women like beauty and glory and happiness and he offers Uncle Willie titties and beer. Yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it didn't yeah, take much. True. It, no, yeah, no. He was furious. He was like the hardest fucking one to fight. He wanted that pussy, dude. <laughs> he's like, here, come on, Willie, have a sip of this and shit. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, oh, right, straight to the vices, man. That's that's what it was, right? Like, yeah. especially for Willie. But like, how did Danny get turned? Because he loves comics. You know that scene that's right. in the attic. That's right, dude. That's right. Comic books. <laughs> They're the devil. They're the, the devil, devil. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, sorry, I, did, I didn't know. Uh, that was the one thing, too. I, that was another question I had. I don't know how he got turned either. I mean, you see that demon eyes, demon eyes come through the pages, but I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. has like any theories as to like well, how exactly he got turned. But, so I, I just yeah. thought because it's HBO, it's Tales from the Crypt, they had to kill the kid. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, he took... Trope. <laughs> Okay. Uh, wh- what about the scene? Okay, so what do you guys think about the scene when uh, the collector Billy Zane goes up to the attic and he's bringing up uh, Irene's arm on a platter? And what do you guys think about that? Fuck you. Yeah, I, yeah she's <laughs> she, the hardest. Yeah, she, yeah she's the she hardest. She lifts up her nub. He's like, "Is that a yes?" She goes, "No, that's me giving you the finger." That's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But Dude. I did think it was interesting that it was. It, he only tempted them when they were alone, right? They were never mm-hmm. tempted when they were together. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and biblical too. Alone up there, and he knew he had no fucking chance with this lady. <laughs> <laughs> funny, One thing that always sticks with me, like kind of going towards the end a bit, and Breaker's obviously already been ripped apart by Danny. The blood that gets refilled into this thing, like, what do you guys think about that? Is it because he's been the knight for so long? Well, they that he ask just carries there- that power. She asks him, is that Jesus' blood? And he says, some of it. Right. So I'm guessing you become that powerful when you take over, right? As the So night, then yeah. your blood has all that in it, too. Dude, the right. keep earns you, bro. And leave the marks on you, man. That's how it happens. No, it's like there's some kind of soul-type energy when he takes that fucking tattoo, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but but the drink the shit? That's what I thought is like they had to drink some of it. No, to have no. the blood of Christ in their body, but it's some—it's more like on a soul level, a spiritual yeah. level. Because the the key itself has six stars on it, right? I don't know if you guys counted. I think it has six stars on it, but the tattoo has seven. So that was the one thing that I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, that is like seven. This, yeah, is that the sixth of the seven keys? Maybe I don't know. Oh, like, man, yeah, that think was, about that. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. So if like the, if there's that's if the point. first key only has like one star on it then right? Oh. Yeah, just a thought. Random no, that's thought. cool. It's a good theory. No, it's a good theory. I was wondering. I was yeah. like, why? Why does his hand have seven? Having seven stars, but the seven stars mean that that's when all like the all the demons are aligned or something. All is in alignment. Well, that's the biblical seven seals. Yeah. Oh. And each of those people Bible, probably has a vice that would correlate to those seals, and we just don't know the shit well enough. Well, yeah, in the Bible, when the seven seals are open, the four horsemen of apocalypse and oh, like, and then okay. revelations begins. Dang. Mm. See, I, I haven't set it up on revelation. That's why I saw it, you know. 
Okay. It's good. I like I like it. See, I knew there was more to it. I'm just like, there's something I'm missing here. No, there's a lot of like really cool Easter egg type things in this. If like, yeah. I think they do a lot of throwbacks that we don't, uh, that you don't always catch to other horror movies in this movie too. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Tell me more. What does that mean? Well, it's just like um, in one of the scenes when Billy's talking, I feel like, and I forget exactly what he says, but I feel like it was a, um, a throwback to like a moment in The Shining. Okay. Okay. Mm. And I wish I'd have wrote it down at the time, but it's going through my head because I thought right away, well, this kind of feels a little bit like The Shining. Okay. Okay. Did you pick that up, Caesar? I know you're a big fan. Of it. I, you see that movie plenty of times, and I, I have to admit, I've, I've never seen that movie all the way through. So. Mm. <laughs> the Shining? I've never seen it all the way through. So I'm I mean, well, yeah, it's it's there's. It was the more depend. of the way he was talking, like okay, right, okay. right, right. It made me feel like the interaction was almost like. Uh, a nod you know to some of these things sure okay to kind of yeah i was gonna say it could have been like um jack's character in the shining because there's yeah. he's the one that has most of the interactions with different people uh yeah no movie. it did it oh. made me feel like a jack nicholson moment like i wish mm-hmm. i wrote it down i thought i would be smart enough to remember it but guess what i did didn't happen <laughs> no nah, it's all good it's all good though it's all good Okay. No, that's okay. a, that's really cool though that you picked up that's a cool theory to think about especially because like that's one of my questions in it like it obviously lends itself to more of a story later on if you want to pursue that route like and it's just strictly about the key in the night you know yeah. and and the whole process that happens like when he got the key back in like world war one it looks like so obviously breaker's mm-hmm. like mad old he's like a hundred and something years old by the time probably uh this is happening yeah you know we're almost a hundred years old at least mm-hmm. uh, so that 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 part is really cool too to think about when you yeah. as far as the story because it's like this dude is they don't know but he's he's an old dude that's seen a lot of shit because he's been yeah. around for so long like the so that's another thing yeah like well, the highlight they do a, they do a great job of making him the perfect level of scumbag mm-hmm. because you don't know if you can trust him when the show mm-hmm. starts right at first you're thinking like yep. which one of these dudes you know yep. is the good and the bad at the beginning of the show and yeah. then you're still even when you know that Billy Zane's the bad guy. You're like, I don't know if I can trust Breaker's ass either, though, because he uh-huh. seems that's a good point. Selfish and shady. Yeah, and then at one point, you know, like I was thinking, have you guys seen Disturbing Behavior? No, I have not. Yes, with uh, Breaker plays the janitor in that movie, mm-hmm. and he is filthy with bad teeth. And whenever I think of this, I think of him in that, and he looks really dirty. Because I was telling Jason, like, yeah, everybody's a scumbag in this movie. Even Breaker looks like a fucking dirtbag. He's always typecast <laughs> as a dirtbag. But there's a point when you realize he is the hero. And he looks really noble and, like, strong-jawed and clean. Yes. And yes. then he doesn't look like a scum anymore. It's fucking... Pretty... That transition, yeah. It is oh. pretty cool. Okay, okay. Because that, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, I didn't see that transition. Like, I, did, I don't know where that transition would come in through, but it'd be interesting to, to watch again and see... Where exactly the visual changes. And he's been in a lot of Tales from the Crypt episodes as a fucking uh, scum. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was like, he's been in a ton of stuff, man. I love William Sadler. And like nowadays, I kind of tend to always think about him uh, in Die Hard 2 because he's like the crazy uh, lieutenant that leaves like that that other group of like basically mm-hmm. mercs that are trying yeah. to rob uh, stuff or, or free that one guy to get paid and shit. And I was thinking about it. He's in the Shawshank Redemption too, and he's kind of a scumbag in there too. But then he mm-hmm. kind of 
you, you one more you get to know him, the more you realize that he's a, he's a decent character. He didn't fuck Andy Dufresne. No, he didn't. He was. Just, you know, like, there were just some of the ones that would always give him a hard time, but they never, never did. Some days he fought. Some days he ran. Most days, Andy Dufresne got fucked ten ways from Sunday. <laughs> is, that, is that a Morgan Freeman? Uh, uh, you're gonna have no, to say that for when we when we actually do the Shawshank someday. Oh, there you go. There <laughs> no, you go. it's not a Morgan Freeman impression. It's just like, oh, you know, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, there was in that movie. That's right. I forgot. Nice. All right, let's let's run real quick. Favorite moments, uh, Scott. Oh man, favorite moments mm, through the whole movie. Yeah, I think. When she spits the blood on his face, you know, just the whole mm. scene. The like she's, she's going to swallow it. She's going to swallow it. So That's this true. is this is this is what I wanted to bring up earlier. You talked about drinking some of it to protect yourself from demon dick. Mm-hmm. So I, I was one of that too. I was like, if you swallow it, does that become part of your body? And then like mm-hmm. your body's protected. You would think. I mean, obviously she, she takes the she takes the, the the method, which is pretty clever on her part. To soak herself in Breaker's blood in the attic, which is that's clever, um, mm-hmm. and then that is defeated by a shower curtain. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but so, so I actually, the, my biggest gripe is how it ended. I didn't like that she spits in his face, and that's what kills him. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was such mm-hmm. a like I, I I don't and I don't get if it's because like he got in his eyes, even though he said the eye thing doesn't work on. Him mm-hmm. it only works on low level demons. He got Jesus's blood right on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would fuck but, any demon. Wouldn't her blood be kind of the exact same thing as Breaker's blood once she took the tattoos anyway? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's another thing to take that, about. That's true. And yeah. and I mean, she has like his blood all over her when he grabs her arm in the attic, right? And he realizes, and oh shit, and that burnt, but. It's, it gets all over his face and his human form go, goes away. But mm-hmm. then why did his demon form explode? Jesus' blood you know? is like alien blood to demons. Yeah. To it like, well, into his body and he couldn't wipe it off. He ran out of sponges. I think I think that is his form. I think that is his demon form. I don't think it's just a human form because he's a different level demon. Mm-hmm. So I think that is like, he, like the mimicry of like humans. A fucking rapist. He had the wit and the wherewith too to wrap her in that fucking plastic because she's covered in. Jesus. Or a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I no, think I, I, I agree too. Demon. The one thing we did learn is that Jada doesn't swallow. Uh, <laughs> she can hold her breath and uh, anything else. Uh, <laughs> but she can't hold back her husband. Uh, let's go to. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry no I, i'm with you though kyle sometimes i wish that scene was just slightly different because it would be more yeah, yeah. more viable if she spit in his mouth to me or something then yeah because yeah. then mm-hmm. he ingested it there's no way no doubt it's in his system he's fucking dying like for yeah. sure because yeah. my whole thing was the entire thing is he's trying to like tempt her to join in the side right so in my mind if i was to rewrite this ending it would be to doing the whole little dance sequence and she's holding it in her mouth you know and he doesn't know what's going on i think she should have tricked him and been like okay i'm gonna like agree with you going for the kiss and then spit that shit in his mouth during the kiss and be like boom gotcha bitch i was thinking like yeah 
exactly like that, but instead, <laughs> back up from the mic and then let, <laughs> let us have it. <laughs> she tries to. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks his dick from the back. From the back. Spits it up his asshole. Oh my god. That's what I was thinking, guys. Just right now. Freaking elaborate as heck, man. <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> up his butt. But I'm trying to move on from this and I can't. Uh, so in theory though. If spinning it on him killed him, wouldn't like rolling the bullets in blood or covering a sword with blood and then hitting him, that would have worked too then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that arrow, yeah. when, when, when Ricker gets him with that arrow, if he would have put a little blood on the tip of that arrow, think he would have died. Yeah, you yeah time for he that, doesn't man. like just the tip. Yeah, and he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like to waste the blood on the tip. Uh, but, no, so, I that's another question I have. Does it have to be like your dying sacrifice is when your blood turns? Otherwise, couldn't you just like go to a clinic, get a little IV put in, like just kind of take what you need? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or does it have to be your dying sacrifice is what makes the blood special? Is I think it, so. Isn't yeah, that why so. Breaker had to die was to fill that back up and change it yeah. over to somebody else? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so the other guy that gave blood, it to him. Your ass would have lived longer. That's what the stars are about. It's like all those people are being tested and one of them will take the key that, or it's true yep. damn so now jerilyn's got to live her whole rest of her life how long that's going to be knowing that she's going to end some like hero some horrible yeah. blood way maybe yes, several damn. lifetimes several oh, yeah. god Great. was your right. was your theory that everybody in there was being tested and she won the test of who takes it because i didn't think test, about it that yeah. way i like that mm-hmm. that's yeah. what the seals like you said the seals and whatnot they all probably had a yeah, bite when, that would correlate to the seal, you know, like the seven sins. No, that makes sense now. Because when he said, I came here for you, yeah. he was coming there for, to see once the seven people lined up, one of them had to yeah. come the next That's breaker. Right. I got you. I didn't even think of it that way. Okay. Become the next night. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, like, because uh, Special K, like, yeah, like Breaker explains that he's like one day, like you're gonna experience what I'm gonna experience, meaning like you're gonna go through a fight and you're gonna find someone to pass this on. So he does explain mm-hmm. that before he dies. Yeah. All right. I'm like, I'm like, now nah, I'm good. I don't want to. <laughs> well, can you choose somebody else, please? <laughs> someone else. I yeah. think, um, and I am not one for remaking movies, but I think they could do magic if they remade this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me bring it back to now. We can get into that stuff real quick. Uh, give me one second. If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, kind of going off of what you guys were mentioning about remakes and sequels, and. Before we do that, is there anything kind of like this nowadays? Like Demon Knight that you guys can think of? No, I can't think of anything right now. Oh, it's totally Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's a good example of... I, I know there have been. It's just I'm trying to blink right now. Of movies that they take a historical event, like in this one, they take the crucifixion of Jesus and the you know creation of the the Earth... According to Genesis in the Bible, they take it, they tweak it to fit their story. You know what I mean? They take a historical mm-hmm. 
event and tweak it to fit theirs. I I think that's awesome. And I know there have been other movies that have done that, um, where they mm. take a historical thing and then they twist it just a bit to fit their narrative to make it seem like it kind of gives the whole thing more, uh, you know, gives the story more weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm just trying to think of a movie that's done that recently. I know, I know, there's been a couple, but I can't think of them top of my head right now. Caesar, what's that what's, movie? Oh, go ahead, Kyle. You got it. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Caesar, what's that movie about the? Uh, it's a horror movie, and like I think it's like German soldiers that are zombies, and they come. Oh, like, Overlord. Overlord. Ah, uh, no. There's a, there's another one. It's kind of like a. It's about these. Are these students like they're trapped in like the ski lodge, and then. Oh, uh, Death Snow. Yeah, that's it right there. Because that's kind of that, those are those zombies are like from right like Nazi. They're like Nazi. World War Two. Yeah, so that, that. that does have historical. I, I, you know what I was thinking once Kyle was mentioning that I was thinking about. Do you guys remember Dracula two thousand? I think yes. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was freaking thinking. How, the genesis of Dracula. How he. Yes. They use yeah. They use like uh, Judas as like the, mm-hmm. the creation of Dracula, and they use it. Was Omar vampire in that one? Yes, I think so. Like was he a hunter he that got turned into a vampire? He got turned. Um, he got turned because it's what's his name? Uh, is it Gerard Butler? Is Dracula? Gerard Butler's one? Dracula. Yeah. 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 I think a TV show is more of movies that do that. Like you see it in True Blood. You see it in Supernatural where they use old events. Like True Blood gets real biblical on the vampire side of the biblical. Um, mm. So that gets changed. And I, anybody who's watched Supernatural, that thing pretty much follows the bible from like season five to the end mm-hmm. mm. okay. nice. nice well i mean look even in the marvel universe i mean they have the whole hydra is a offset of nazis you know what i mean mm, um, yeah red, red red skulls a nazi essentially who creates his own things he thinks hitler's not doing shit right uh in the you know captain the first captain america you know, you know the first avenger so like just taking even those kind of historical things and tweaking it a little bit, it, I think just it's really it's a it's a neat way to write a, a movie or TV show. Yeah, yeah, nice. They got that movie. Like this isn't the historical bend or whatnot, but like the last witch hunter with Vin Diesel, more like a a warrior from the past is still alive and he's fighting supernatural forces. That's true. Yeah, it's like the fantasy like element to it. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean. Like you guys have mentioned, I think Jay mentioned more of like the TV show angle. There's because it does still have that feel of Tales from the Crypt, right? So mm-hmm. I don't think there's like modern stuff really like this, especially not the cheesiness or the raunchiness of it. There's just like they don't make stuff like that anymore. And that's something mm-hmm. like we've harped on a bit. And I like I wish they did make more stuff like this, like mm-hmm. Night of the Demons that we talked about, Scott, or even Night of the Comet and like Demon Knight. Like, we, all month long we've been talking about movies like this and it's just it sucks that they don't do it and i understand why but i feel like it's more more just a change of humor in the way you know like socially people accept certain humor differently now unfortunately and i think that's that kind of sucks and it's kind of affected this genre of film in a way mm-hmm. like and tales from the crypt are the perfect people to do something like that because they've never cared if they yeah. ruffled feathers with what they did or if people were mm-hmm. bothered by it. And so it almost seems like let's bring back, so even if it's just the half hour every week, let's bring back some tales from the crypt HBO. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the closest thing I see now is like the creep show, 
the new creep show show is pretty yeah. decent that's on shutter uh it's similar to it but the first three seasons are pretty good man surprisingly yeah there's definitely like, a, an audience good actors in there yeah okay good. nice all right so we mentioned remakes and sequels obviously i think i was talking to kyle about it earlier i could totally see a sequel to this even it even fits better because that night the, mm. the, the character of the night I mean, Jada Pink is older now. Even if you wanted to bring her back and do it, she could be like, "Yeah, I've been a knight all this time, and like it's time to pass it off to someone else." Immediately, you can do that. I actually yeah. like that idea better than the remake. I said, but the reason I think it'll work, <laughs> it would work so well, is if don't go all like new CGI and special effects. Do some of that, but stick a lot with the original type of special effects. And if you blended them, I think it would be perfect for today's like day and age for movies yeah i think you do need to have some higher quality effects that would require assistance from yeah you need to merge you got to figure a good way to merge them together without taking away from the old school aspect of a tales from the crypt but there's so much new technology you could make the gore just ridiculous now Mm -hmm. that's true yeah no i agree i agree i i kind of see this more as a uh a TV series. I mean, I, it'd be cool to see like, like each season mm, would like have like ongoing. a different night. Yeah, like have like mm. at least a minimum of three seasons. You have different nights going through, um, you know, yeah. kind of passing the torch. That'd be pretty dope, actually. Yeah. From the start to the... Yeah, because then, the yeah, then it would be... Uh, what's that one show? What's that one like European show where they're, it's the time traveling show and uh, it's like a telephone Doctor, booth? Doctor, Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor you know how Who. they always pick yeah. like a new Doctor Who? Uh, Damn, I think you just pitched a great show, man. I think that would be cool. And you know what, man? If HBO does it, I'd watch it for sure. Because HBO put out puts out some really good stuff, man. I like mm-hmm. I like the quality of their shows and like I think they'd handle it really well. Well, so. it looked like there was one night before him and then the original carrier of the key. And then yeah. so that's one, two, that's potentially four or five dudes, and they already kind of did Breaker's story. Right. Mm-hmm. And they would be kind of challenged. Well, it wouldn't be some. Yeah, because, I mean, technically you're talking about history. So, you know, how far ahead, how far ahead would you have to go, you Just know, into the future? Stop after Breaker and have yeah. something happen where in the first episode we can get rid of Jada and she can yeah. just be on for one episode. Like, this where is she, and maybe have it start where she's dying. Yeah. And, and hands it off. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said immediately. Uh, have her pass that get key off of me. I, I How about we don't? I don't think she's gonna agree yeah. to that. I think you could do it and not even have to show her. You don't even have to do that. Like you can, like show her face. <laughs> no, I'm being realistic about Did it because you see a hand. <laughs> yes, it, exactly. You just see a hand, and it you just see, it's handing you off, see a, and you just see a, a bald head with the light shining <laughs> off. <laughs> uh huh. No, no, it's not gonna be a bald head. It's gonna be a short blonde wig. With and a you know in the scene, that same hairstyle throughout all these decades, a uh, little short blonde. When hair. you see the hand behind them, there will be a, a movie poster for G.I. Jane 2. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it's Chris Rock. We're definitely not getting this version made then. No, we're not. <laughs> I think Oscar's idea works better if it's a season or two per key carrier, mm-hmm. but you have one that's contemporary moving. He's being chased by demons, he or she. And then they know the history of the other key carriers. And maybe that demon was a fucking enemy of them in the past. You know, the one that's hunting her now. Yeah. So she knows they could do more flashbacks about the other ones. 
And now did yeah. Billy Zane die or did he just go back to hell? Because what happens when a demon dies? Yeah. Are you actually gone or are you just back in hell? Yeah. So I, that's true. Have, like, I mean, insane fucking like can come back and he's like, I never thought I could, I'd come back kind of shit. Yeah, you could totally Ooh, do that. Yeah, that goes back and forth to hell and that's yeah. acceptable. Yeah, that's true. The other thing you could do is somehow, you know, maybe in one season, you know how they had like different keyhole, like there's different keys and different universes. Mm-hmm. So you could do like, you know, let's That's say for 12, you could do like six seasons on like Earth and then six or six episodes on Earth and then six episodes on another universe. And then that's one season. And then you start to kind of flesh them out through there. But yeah, I mean, there's there's many possibilities. It, about there that. is. A, th- that's what I mean. There, It does lend itself. If you just like even if you're not focusing on the nights and you, you think about the keys, it lends itself to great story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and honestly, I I would love to see this as a comic, to be honest. I love the comic book yeah. element in in the story like you you know at the end when you see danny and like there's pages uh flipping through and it, we're about to be mm. shown what's happening or as it happens it, it flips that page i was like this is cool it kind of reminded me of like watchmen where you kind of got the story inside the story um mm. yeah i feel like you could do that yep. easy with the comic uh, so I, I mean that's another option too if anyone wants to take that but so yeah i think as a series like if we have our series we'll have a spin-off comic with yeah the characters exactly. yeah. supporting yeah. characters yeah I like that how money dog the crypt yeah. started as a comic book way back in the, the 70s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Great ideas, dude. That's like I think I, I'm totally I've always thought about that too with this movie. That's one of the things, especially after rewatching it, that I was like, it would be cool to see some kind of continuation. Or even if if you do approach the remake angle and you do want to do do it slightly differently, then you mm-hmm. can go back in time and do different nights through through different moments in history, right? And you know so what you else can totally you can do, do that with the series is you can elaborate on the depraved people who are being tested. Like, can you fucking overcome your sins and take mm. the, and you don't know who the fuck's going to get it because they all will have redeeming qualities, but at the same time, they're dirt bags. And oh, maybe like yeah. kind of noir, dirty story. Mm. I got some fucked up shit for you guys. What do you guys think about this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Judas, shit! The, co- the cocktail Judas, <laughs> Judas fucking narked out Jesus because the person he narked out was a homeless that just looked like Jesus, and a homeless guy that got fucking put up on the cross in his place. Huh. This guy's gonna get crucified and killed. You like, just made like, me think dude, that Billy was, Zane oh. could have Jedi mind tricked Judas to turning in Jesus Ooh. to get rid of Jesus. That's true. What, That's what was in there, shrimp? What was in that shrimp yeah. <laughs> No, but THC yeah, there you go, Jason. <laughs> Judas failed the test. He does. Judas doesn't get the key. Basically, he failed the test. He did fail the test. That's a who's that's the like, guy that has Jesus, the Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, Slayer. right? Right? What's that movie? Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer. I think it's like oh, it's Abraham Lincoln, dude. Abraham Lincoln. No, no. There's a there's it's a movie called Jesus Christ the... Vampire Hunter. Trust me. Like, For real. It up. Yes. So that's what Scott's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm keep talking, in mind. I want to know who the dude in the flashback was that had the fucking key? Yeah, because oh, I don't know who, a follower or somebody. I don't know who he was. I thought, it, for, yeah, I think I it's thought, Jesus. Oh, you think it's Jesus? Because <laughs> he sold out a homeless to the Romans. No, I think the one that gets the first key has to be an apostle, man. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that. Thing. I like that. Yeah. Yes, it's the only thing that makes sense. Like the first night is an apostle, so yeah, like, the key totally this? makes sense. Who was we're, we're talk- possible? Probably Peter. Peter, yeah, yeah, maybe Peter. Well, what so if he? But I mean, it, it, to, to Paul, it, it's also Paul like wanted to kill him and changed his whole way of thinking. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. Paul changed because, well, like, you know, Jesus, like, pretty much, <laughs> and he, he encountered Jesus. That's why, you know, and he, that's why. Well, but, if yeah, he, if like, know. if you really want to get into like those specific like specificities of it, like, that's the whole reason the blood is special, Scott, is because it's Jesus's blood, not a homeless person's. Blood. Yeah, he's so got I a think, I don't think it'll work on the you know a homeless guy getting crucified and his blood is special for no reason <laughs> well but keep in mind so we're talking about spinoffs and shit mm-hmm. we're talking about one of seven keys there are six yeah. other keys that were scared throughout the universe you know so what? does every key you have this what? blood rule or what is it special the because he's innocent he didn't he's not the one they were looking to fucking put up on the cross he's innocent. oh so it's the blood of an innocent man not the blood mm-hmm. of jesus yeah mm. uh that's yeah i mean that's you could go that route but the reason i mean we're getting way too that's biblical. don't worry <laughs> don't worry it's a biblical <laughs> podcast at this point yeah, yeah we're gonna have to put that in a in a subtitle so yeah, at the end. Yeah. if you let scott uh, keep going it'll turn into a biblical porn so for real <laughs> oh it would would you guys recommend this to people nowadays oh, yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely hey. yeah i like this one a lot big fan i mean listen it's a horror movie from 1995. It's Tales from the Crypt. Be advised, you know that's that's what it's gonna be. Well, yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. I mean, definitely check it out. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. especially this time of the year, man. This is the perfect time of year to watch this kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you nice, like man. anything Tales from the Crypt or you're a '90s fan of of that kind of horror genre, you'll love it. Like it's the perfect level of everything '90s for a horror movie. Nice. It's got titties and filthy humor, lots of gore, creatures. Hey. Every great '90s um, horror movie, every even before that, if you think about it, Freddy, Jason, always good titties. Mm-hmm. Has to have has to have a uh, nudity, man. That's that's, that's a, a staple of horror movies for me. Yeah. Like it, it's just part of it, you know. And it's it's almost like a cautionary part of it for people. Like really, that's probably like, hey, don't don't be doing bad shit or bad shit's gonna happen to you. <laughs> Right, that's like kind of like the old fucking trope from the '80s, and they still put yeah. it in the '90s for movies too. So I, I think it's dope, man. And I think I, I definitely recommend it for all those reasons you guys said. It's it encapsulate a time of filmmaking that wasn't so PC, right? I guess I could say that, like the way things are nowadays. So yeah, and uh, it's fun, man. More than anything, it's just fun. It's a yeah, fun watch. Definitely in a different world because I went to watch a movie on one of those streaming sites like a week ago and it said something to the effect of this movie was made in whatever year and the humor was different than whatever. So there was a warning that the wow, humor had, really? it was just it was just the movie Major League, the old baseball movie. What? But because they make gay references and stuff like that, yeah. they had to just put a little disclaimer out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's just back then, I think it was just they made movies for the fan of those kind of movies. And now everything is how general can the appeal be? Like we want everybody under this one umbrella. That's true. And I, I that's don't, true. I don't think that's, and that's a money decision. I get it. It's a financial decision, but for quality of the content, it's just not possible. You're not going to make everybody happy. So I mm-hmm. think put out a product, put out a movie, put out a TV show, whatever, that appeals to the people you know are supposed to like this kind of stuff or are gonna like this kind of stuff. And then if you don't like that kind of stuff, you're probably not gonna watch it anyway. You know what I mean? Good point. Yeah. I mean, but you know yeah, what else? I, guys, oh, I just thought the key was out there before Jesus was sacrificed. <laughs> yes. 
And true. Jesus was a key carrier because they refilled it with his blood. Ooh. Ooh. Well, well, hold on a second. They refilled it with his blood. So that means that he initially filled it before this, before the, before the crucifixion. Something else before that. The key existed before Jesus. It seemed like because the key existed. The, yeah, because Earth was around existed. a long time before Jesus. So you're right, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Oh. And, and also, too, so like, one, there's one a thing big dick caveman key carrier out there. We could do that episode. <laughs> hey, it's Moses's blood, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I well, mean, this, hey, what God says is correct, though, according to the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is it Adam's blood? Ooh. It has to be. Maybe it's Eve's blood. It's her period blood. <laughs> there we go. There you go. <laughs> It was blood. Eve period. Savage. Period. Oh, Raw. Oh, all right, man. Well, I think we covered every uh, philosophical aspect. Uh, hey guys, I was going with like, aspect. The multiverse aspect of it. Like, what the fuck's this guy thinking? Yeah. But maybe the dinosaurs were killed by the key falling out from space or something. Didn't he <laughs> say this is the last key? Exactly. He d- he There's did. So six other your- keys. In the theory of doing a TV series on it, you could actually go back and see how the first six seals were opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he said they were scattered across the universes. Yeah, so it's like they'd be on different planets. So it's more like multiverse. They'd be, they'd be on different planets, different galaxies, different. It'd be like yeah, aliens. We can get there now. We have the metaverse. We're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you guys go that deep with it though? Like to go to outer space shit? You have to establish something first, I yeah, think. Like I think the it's, they're just spread across the planet, right? Yeah, and yeah. you could even it, say something like to them, like a universe is just an area. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. they're demons, they look at it differently or whatever. You could use a lot of mythology in it, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, nice, man. No, dude, Jay, it was awesome having you on. We'd love to have you back anytime. Um, yeah, I, it was a blast, and I can't wait to hear how bad I did on that 30 seconds of the um book report for uh, the, movie. Uh, the, the 30 seconds yeah. you did great you yeah did it was great. awful which means it's great i can't wait exactly. to hear that. exactly <laughs> there's been worse yeah there's no That's way yeah. Uh, oh. yeah there the, there's even there's so yeah. I called that's Billy Jane so. handsome and i called uh michael right. sandler a scumbag and that's about as far as i got and listen <laughs> ruined everyone Listen, Jay, when I did when I, my first episode was Goodfellas, I didn't get past the wedding at the beginning. All right. So that's, that's how I did my thing. I didn't get past the fucking wedding. All right. We still mess right. up when we do it, man. It's just, it's, it's fun to do. And it's just fun oh, to yeah. hear what stuff comes out. You know, um, they're rarely but, good. Like Oscar fucking yeah. prepared one once that was perfect. I did. Yeah. Predator, yeah. I, I prepared Predator. <laughs> he, he, he knocked it out the park. We're like, wait a minute, this shit sounds fucking good. And then goes Raul, hey, you cheated. You cheated. <laughs> He's in front of the mirror practicing before the show. Dude, I timed oh, it man. and everything. It hit right on the 30 second mark and everything. He did it. It was ridiculous. It. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, it was it was a perfect three second challenge. It was great. Boom. Yeah. Nice. Thank man. you so much for having me, guys. So it was a blast. Yep. Awesome, no, anytime, man. man. Glad glad you made it, dude. Yep. And hey, Oscar and Kale's great having you guys back on too, man. I always appreciate it whenever sure. you guys, uh, yes, sir, absolutely share man. your time. It's always a good time, you know. And yeah. Scott, let me know when it's out because I'll let everybody know on our podcast to let everybody know to come check it out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Definitely. Yes, sir. That's it, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everybody listening to this awesome horror series, this Demon Knight episode, volume four, the end of this series. And again, thank you so much to Jay from Yankee and the Brit for coming on. Make sure you guys check out his podcast. It's all over the place on YouTube. And thanks again to Great Scott, Special K, and Oscar the OG for also joining me on this episode. It was it was a blast, man. It was jam-packed. We got a little crazy, got off the rails, but again, you know, that's what it's all about. Having fun. For now, make sure you tune in to our special Halloween episode coming soon. And it's your boy, 7C, saying peace out, God bless, and leaving you with a track from 1995. You want to tell me what this is all about? As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk I really hate the trip, but I gotta low they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool I'm the kind of cheater, little homies wanna be like On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight Situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the state, so I gotta be damn with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a loped out gangster, set tripping banker. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life through a dire. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things are going, I don't know. After minute, hour after hour, everybody's running But half of them ain't looking, it's going on in the kitchen But I don't know what's cooking They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't, I guess they won't, I guess they front That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool